We're sitting on the most perfect beach in the world, and all we can think about is where. Where can I hook up my quantum? Digital pen part at work. Yeah, you apparently didn't put one of the new cover sheets on your TPS report. Who should we send it to first? Just a couple of people. The question is, who are they going to send it to? This podcast is brought to you by Search Engine Journal, and you're listening to Marketing Nerds. This is Kelsey Jones, uh, the managing editor of Search Engine Journal, and I'm here with John Rampton, Search Engine Journal's editor at large. He also writes for Forbes, Entrepreneur, Inc., and the Huffington Post, as well as a few other outlets. And today we have John on the show to talk about how you can get those high-profile guest blogging spots, which he has done a great job with. John, how are you today? Doing very well. How are you doing? Great. So, uh, you know, I just rattled off, you know, five or four huge outlets that you write regularly for. How did you kind of break into it? Because I know a lot of people want to write for those outlets, but aren't even sure where to start. Yeah. So, I mean, lots of people ask me this question, you know, how did you get started? How do I write for Forbes? You know, hey, can you intro me to Forbes to have me write? And, you know, uh, it didn't start off with me just writing for Forbes. Uh, I always tell people, you know, my story about writing is I had my own blog. It started off with my own blog that I was writing on. I wrote on it three times a day for wow. almost a year. Um, and it got like little to no traction. I was making very, very little money. But people started paying attention. And, you know, I, I got to a place where I was you know, three to 4,000 people were reading or coming to my blog every single day, my own personal blog. And that's without like blogging on anybody else's blog. Um, I then went and I'm like, you know, blogging on my own thing isn't going to work, you know, unless I'm in it for a very, very long time. So I went to, uh, actually, SCJ was one of the first places I ever went to. I went and I contacted SCJ and I said, hey, I've been writing, I'm really good, I have a following, and here's a couple of my best posts. Now those posts had been picked up a lot of places. Um, so the, I, I had had a post that had gotten like 15,000 people in one day, which was amazing for me, and I, I passed that on and they accepted me, so I wrote. And then I started writing about once a month for SCJ. And then I went from SCJ and I went and applied to be an examiner. And when I was on the examiner, um, you know, I wrote once a month and continued with SCJ and continued writing on my own. And then I just started working my way up from different place to different place. So I would make a case, um, you know, the next place I wrote for was Search Engine Watch, which is kind of SCJ's competitor, but I'm very influential in that subject. Well... I wrote, and keep in mind, I'm not being paid for any of this. So I'm writing for all these things. Well, Search Engine Watch, I wrote daily for them for almost a year. Um, wow. So, I mean, a lot, a lot of content. And then from there, I became, I was hired with SCJ to be, be more like full-time and write every single day and be, you know, more in the role that you are at, Kelsey. But I, I, over time, I just worked my way up. And at one point, I went to Entrepreneur, and I pitched them a story because they had, I'd written an article, and one of the authors had written about it because it was breaking news, 
and I was the first person to write about it, and they had linked to it. So I saw, I was like, oh my word, I've been written about an entrepreneur. So I went to them and I said, hey, I'd like to contribute to that to you, and can you make the introduction? And this person was a staff writer who had seen my work and written about it. So I went to them and they got me set up. Well, I I had my first post with them. Um, with Entrepreneur Magazine. I was so ecstatic. I was like screaming, jumping up and down all day long. So I I wrote the post and I made sure that that post did well. Um, I sent it to every single one of my friends. I paid for Facebook ads. I paid for Twitter ads, which was in beta then. And then I paid for a few other methods out there to really push the content to make sure that content got picked up. I literally probably spent like a thousand dollars that day on just pushing people to entrepreneurs website to read my article. Well, they then came back to me and said, Oh my word, your article did very, very well, better than our average, you know, better than most people do. And I was like, yeah, it's because I'm pushing people to you. But (laughs) I also wrote a very impressive article. So, you know, that kind of got me in good with them and really got me a solid foundation. And I recommend anytime you're writing for a new thing, go the extra mile. Don't just, I mean, so many people write content just to write content. I always say, if you're writing every single day, write once a week and spend the rest of the time promoting that post. That's what I did with some of these bigger things that really got me noticed. I'm writing a piece of content and then I make sure that it gets noticed and it is one of their top articles for the week or month. And there's things you can do to ensure that it does that. I mean, reach out to every single one of your friends and be like, hey, will you please read this and then tweet and like it and every social media thing on the planet. And go to your mom, your brothers, your sisters, your uncles, aunts, every person out there. Ensure that your content does well. And so then I started writing for Entrepreneur regularly. So I was like, man, I really want to be on Forbes. So I started stalking every person on (laughs) Forbes. I mean, literally, when I go for a a bigger site, I stalk every person there. I mean, this takes buco hours. I mean, I'm spending a lot of time. I'm spending at least one hour stalking every single person. And I'm stalking like 10 and making sure all 10 know who I am. I'm retweeting their stuff. I'm liking their stuff on Facebook. I'm commenting on all their articles. I'm really stalking them. So then I found out that there was going to be a Forbes contributor meetup in my local area, which is San Francisco. So I went to a Forbes contributor and I basically was like, hey, I really like your work. What are you working on that? And I'm like, oh yeah, are you going to the meetup? And they're like, yeah, we'll see you there. And I was like, what's the, (laughs) this is kind of a little shadier. I was like, what's the address again? And he's like, oh, it's this. So I showed up uninvited to this event (laughs) and I went in and basically I was like, I met all the right people. The managing editor was there. The guy who started Forbes online was there, not the Forbes family, but the guy who started the online portion was there. Like there was like five like official writers and there was probably like contributors there. So most of the time they didn't know who the contributors were. 
So I went and I networked with all the thing, all the right people. And when they were like, "Who are you?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm looking for somebody. I write for this. I'm really interested in writing for Forbes." So I met the editor, and he was like, "Oh, he kind of brushed me off." But then he, I sent him an email later that night, and I said, "Hey, here's some of my work. I'd really like to work for you." And then he went back and he noticed, like, my name wasn't like somebody who he hadn't heard of or hadn't read. Like、mm-hmm. it was what something because I commented on his articles for the past month, or it was really more like three months. My name rung a bell, so that's when he said, "All right, you know,、uh, that's cool. Send me over some stuff." And so I sent him over like three of the best articles in the entire world. I mean, these were posh articles. They were breaking down things. They were what everybody wants. And he still to me. And I had to sit and literally, I tweeted at him, I messaged him, I, you know, Facebooked him. I did everything possible, and it took about two months for me to get on there. But I was able to get on as a Forbes writer for that reason, because of my persistence. And I wasn't just saying, "Hey, here's a couple articles," or "Here's this." It was no. Here's amazing articles. What got me on there was I was breaking news, and I said, "Hey, I have this article. I just wrote it. The news broke about 30 minutes ago, and I want it to go up on Forbes." And that made him have to make a decision right then. And he was like, "Ah,、oh, all right." It still took him a day to set me up, so it wasn't breaking news by the time I got it. But I was giving him something that nobody else had. So, so that's really. Of- Yeah,、Sorry. that's that's how I got started on Forbes and how I really, you know, was able to get on there. So it's more about you know setting yourself apart from everyone else that's trying to get, you know, writing for these top magazines, and then also giving them something unique that they don't necessarily have from their other writers. Exactly. I mean, you have to prove your worth. You have to prove that you. Are someone that they really can't live without, and it's same with other places. I mean, I now write for other lots of many other big sites as well. Like you have to prove that they can't live without your content, and that their readers need your content. Also, one other thing that I bring and that I recommend everybody else bring is I have a little bit of a following. I mean, there are thousands of people that read everything that I write. So if I put up an article, I'm pretty much guaranteed that a thousand to five thousand people are going to read that article, because people pay attention to that. And that's other things in social media. If you pay attention to your stats, you can go to them and say, "Hey, my article on average, when I push it out, gets you know twelve hundred people to read it." Editors love that because they're like, "You're bringing on a new audience that's not with us." You're proving to them that they can't live without you. So I know you had mentioned, you know, you need to consistently create amazing content that these editors of these large sites can't do without. How do you prevent yourself from getting tired or writer's block? Because I know me as a writer as well. You know, there's just some days when I just can barely write anything, let alone an amazing post that's you know worthy of Forbes or the Huffington Post. How do you, you know, set yourself up for success in that regard to continuously pump out amazing content like you do? 
Yeah, I mean, writer's block is hard. Um, usually what I do is I have gotten together. I have five or six buddies who I trust very, very well um, that are friends, and we basically get together on a Skype conversation once a month, and we come up with around 20 to 30 ideas for each person, like article titles. So wow. if I'm really having a hard time coming up with an article, what I do is I come up with titles. Because once I have a title, then I can start going online. And if I am really have writer's block, I'll go online and basically search out what I'm looking for and read a bunch of articles, and that brings on inspiration. And I'm usually stalking articles and reading articles all online and finding out about them, and then I write about them. But coming up with those titles is very, very hard. So if you have like 20 titles already written, like here's 10 things you need to know when starting a startup, that all of a sudden gets the creative juices flowing and basically tells me what I need to start writing about. So those titles, I recommend every person out there, if you're having a hard time coming up with content, come up with amazing titles, and then that will lead to inspiration. Yeah, that's great. Um, so for our final question, kind of delving a little bit more into that, I know you had mentioned you have a group of buddies that, you know, it's kind of a mastermind group. I mean, you help each other come up with title ideas. How does somebody who, you know, is just sort of building their network and, you know, want to get out there a little bit more, how do they go about, you know, networking and finding those people they can trust to sort of rally you know, around them to be a good support team, not only to come up with ideas, but then to also, you know, hopefully open new doors, you know, on, on both sides and be a beneficial relationship. How did you start, you know, kind of networking to grow uh, the, your, the network that you have? I mean, it, it's mainly with other writers that write on the same place as myself. So with SEJ, I mean, occasionally mm -hmm. from time to time, I, you know, network with Brent or with Lauren on just ideas and topics and we kind of bounce ideas off each other and you know with entrepreneur I talk a lot with my editor I talk with two or three other writers that write for them I network with those individuals mainly because once you're in that thing you can reach out to them and say hey I write for the same company as you you know can we meet and then you establish start establishing a relationship with them and then you just reach out to them and say, hey, can I bounce a few ideas off you? You come up with a few ideas, and they're going to tell you if they're good ideas or bad ideas. Then you start growing that relationship. I mean, it doesn't happen over, you know, overnight. It's more a relationship over time, and then you both have the same job, essentially. So helping each other out is mutually beneficial, and it just helps everyone. So it's really networking with those individuals and really finding a common ground between you guys and then working together. Yeah, that's great. Well, you, um, John Brampton, thank you so much for speaking with me today for our SEJ podcast, Marketing Nerds. Um, this is Kelsey Jones, Managing Editor of SEJ, and hope to talk to you soon. This Marketing Nerds podcast has been brought to you by Search Engine Journal. For more news, interviews, and how-to guides from marketing experts from around the world, visit us at searchenginejournal.com.